Let's take a long, deep breath. Come fully into this moment. What do you see in your environment right now that you've never seen quite the same way before? Can you find something? I see light shining off a doorknob projecting its way into this beautiful world. Put 100% of your attention into whatever you see for the next 10 seconds. Just notice and feel with new eyes and feel your body coming into presence as you merge with life through watching life and listening to life. Give life all the attention it deserves. Feel that mini shift into presence. Nice start. Today I want to talk about attachment. Over the last decades, attachment has come into greater interest in our culture. Today, people, including therapists, have a much better understanding of different human attachment styles than we did even 20 years ago. And that's largely because of amazing research on the subject of attachment that's been conducted. And I won't go deeply into that research today, but I will note that research has brought how important attachment relationships are to our mental health and how connected attachment styles often are to what are traditionally understood as mental health diagnostic categories to the forefront. Personality disorders, depression, and anxieties are frequently related to our personal attachment styles and the emotional challenges that those styles often lead to. So I'd like to bring a way of thinking about the attachment style continuum to your attention, just for your consideration. Hopefully it has a positive impact on how you see your own attachment style. So there's a tension that exists between a negative concept of attachment, which we typically think of as a fear-based or need-based attachment, versus a love-based concept of attachment. It's the fear that drives the type of attachment that makes you feel that you need to control something or control some person or some situation in order to get your attachment need met. It's the fear of not having control, the fear of being hurt potentially, of losing love that's driving love, quote-unquote, behaviors at that one end of the spectrum, the fear end. And if you're relating to people from that end of the spectrum, it typically results in all sorts of negative interpersonal consequences in a person's life. That's one of the things the research has shown us, that there are persistent patterns that occur in the lives of people who have certain kinds of attachment styles and style challenges in the case of fear-based attachments. If you're interested in digging in more and you haven't heard of attachment styles, just look it up and you'll discover a far deeper background than I'll provide today. But in any case, think of that fear-based motivation for love as one end of the spectrum, while the other end of the attachment spectrum can be thought of as presence love, of feeling connected to someone because 
you know deep in your bones that you are connected to them. You know that life brought you together and you share that gift through your presence, through your time, your attention, your love. Whatever else this life may be, it is a deeply shared experience. And sharing that experience, sharing a sense of the miracle with someone else, to me, that's a beautiful way to describe pure love, presence love, loving without need, sharing without need, giving fearlessly, and through doing that feeling love reciprocated. One of the most beautiful such love experiences is the expression of unconditional love of a parent for a child. That kind of love is what we often think about as creating the conditions for good enough parenting in attachment theory. And now it doesn't mean that unconditional love doesn't turn into problems, attachment problems or manipulations born of fears of losing a relationship that can creep in. We know it does. Parent and child relationships are fraught with challenges. It's a very complicated relationship because as both parent and child, you have to navigate through a period of complete need of the parent and then grow into someone capable of producing and giving that complete presence-driven, unconditional love or experience to another person. And that personal journey is one way to think about how we develop in our emotional lives, across our lives, and throughout our lives. So, in your relationships, how does it feel? Are you loving out of fear or are you loving out of the love of presence? Let's close our eyes and come further into the present moment together and just notice how does it feel when you think about that continuum, that spectrum of attachment in your life? Ask yourself, do I love out of fear or does love, does love pour out of me out of presence? Maybe you sense a range like most people. Maybe you love differently with different people. Bring all your attention into the present moment now, just listening again. Noticing, listening with 100% of your attention. Relaxing, coming further into silence now. Quieting down. Feel your body buzzing. Deep breaths. Relax your shoulders, relax your neck. Good. Think of a specific loved one of yours now and ask yourself, how does your love for that person feel on the continuum? Are there elements of fear in the love or is it all respect and beauty and shared miracle? Those are two extremes. So how does your attachment feel?
just coming into silence and presence and feeling for that can help orient you to the way that you'd prefer to love, the way that you want to love in the world more frequently. So just feel it. Nice. I hope that little exercise had a positive effect for you. Let's take one more deep breath and set an intention to stay present for the rest of the day. Feel that intention anchor within you. Perfect. Have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Stay present.